0: They are. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. As always, your host, Tommy Bunt here with my main men, Sully and Jones. And we are here to fill your quarantine life with another week of silly goose sports talk. We're going to kick it right off with something that I love to hear. Maybe my problems with the New England Patriots are going to be resolved, because according to Ian Rappaport, and I quote, the Patriots are going to take a quarterback, probably with a premium pick. I would just imagine it's not a pick that they currently have. I see the Patriots moving up for a quarterback or sliding back and then maybe also taking a quarterback. Guys, what are my boys going to do? We were just chit-chatting before, chopping it up that they don't have great draft picks this year. No second-rounders, a ton of late-round picks. Not really going to be enough of their picks this year to trade up for one of those top-five picks are they going to slide back? Are they going to hope that Tua falls? What What do you guys think is going to happen here?
1: I mean, like we were saying before, like they've got to be real. They got to be really in love with a guy this year to trade up to actually spend assets on a guy, and even like their first round pick, because this is a team with a lot of holes. And if you're not gonna, you can you can solve some positions positional holes at twenty three, no problem. If you if you want to just go around plugging the holes in this rebuild, that's one thing, and not to say quarterback isn't a hole, it it very well could be, but you got to be really sure and in love with this guy that you're going to pick here if you're going to trade up. And like we were saying, like Sully said, it's got to you're going to have to pr- trade into at very least the top six to get at or ahead of the Chargers, which are you know one of the three teams that really needs a quarterback. And it just doesn't, like Sully said, it doesn't seem like they have the capital this year to make it happen, and if you're going to trade up for a guy you have when you have Lawrence next year, even if you don't tank next year, you, you'd you be better served building up picks, trading them this year to next year, because Lawrence is the type of guy that you sell the farm for. He is the type of guy you trade eight fucking draft picks for. So, nah, I'm not saying eight firsts, I'm saying, you know, two firsts, uh, uh, fourth, three fifths, you know, when you have it to spare, especially, uh, so if New England can load up on picks and just let Stidham ride this year, then that's what it is. But it's it's tough to believe this was Belichick's plan, uh, even though that's how he's kind of portraying it in the media. But you tell me, Tommy. Boston fans I've spoken to aren't really buying that Belichick planned for that Belichick planned for this or had this under control or has handled this well. He they. They seem to think that he was really bombarded by the Brady departure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it might have been a little bit of a surprise to him, but then um, I don't know if you guys heard any of Brady's interview on Howard Stern. He said that he he knew all year that that was going to be his last season in New England, that they really didn't have any talks in the offseason um, about contracts or anything like that, and that um, really the only time that he talked to anybody was the night before he made the announcement that he was going to Tampa. He talked to Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick and told them what was going to be happening. So, like, I mean, as much as people want to say he was kind of, like, thrown off by this, um, he had to know from at least the Super Bowl that Brady really didn't have the interest in coming back and had a month to try and figure something out before that decision was announced. If they hadn't talked about a contract at that point, I think it was probably pretty clear that Brady didn't want to come back, and that's that's what it seems like at this point. You know, a lot of people thought, "Oh, Bill didn't want him." D- Bill didn't want this. It, it seems like it was uh, entirely a Brady decision, and that he he was kind of the one who led the uh, led the departure.
2: He said he knew before the season started. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But he knew before the season started. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree with Dave. The Lawrence is the guy you. If you can trade up to, you would. I mean, with that being said, even with the slew of picks they have, that team may say there's no amount of picks you can give us, you know? Because Trevor Lawrence is possibly the best quarterback prospect ever, people are saying potentially, depending on how this year goes. Neither Tua or Herbert, I think, are worth telling the farm to for going up and getting. Burrow, I think you can make the case for Tua if he didn't have the injury concern. sure. Um, what's the gap between her, Herbert and uh, Jordan Love? I, I I don't know if I can answer that, but I don't think it's massive. I, I think Jordan Love's going to be has a lot of potential. So if you want, you know, if you want to trade up into the in the top twenty five or six picks, you know, not really give up much at all, and you know, kind of secure the ch- you know better your chances of getting Jordan Love. That that wouldn't be a bad option. We don't. The thing is, we don't know. Like no one knows what Stidham is. Uh, Patriots fans. That I don't even know if people on on the roster know. Like he could be great. He could be the next Tom Brady, or he could be out of the league in a year and be Nathan Peterman. I have no clue what he is. I know he looked terrible against the Jets. He threw a pick six. So I mean, small I think, sample I mean, size.
1: Maybe maybe Belichick goes with the uh, approach of like the the Garoppolo year where he throws he he drafts a Jordan Love and then. Starts each of them four or five games, and they they play decent. You know the Patriots go seven and nine, eight and eight. And what do you mean the Garoppolo year? Where the Jimmy G started four games and Brissett started a bunch of games. No, same. it was no, he, he only It was four, just he two, two and two. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was more it was than that. Okay.
0: Game, yeah, Garoppolo got he, he separated his shoulder or something.
1: Okay. Yeah. So okay. the the moral of the story is that he's going to find a way to showcase both quarterbacks and turn them into legitimate trade chips, even if they're both somewhat successful or they both have some success. I could see that as an outcome of them just, you know, get, getting two viable I know, quarterbacks.
2: I, I don't know if that makes sense with Love because it'd be hard-pressed to get a... you be be get, getting better on your return value than, a you know, wherever they take him, 17th, 23rd. I doubt you'd get a better pick for that, but for Stidham, possibly, they, they could and get better than what they, you know, paid for him being a fourth-round pick. Um, If he plays well, they could probably, you know, maybe get a second or a third or whoever, depending on his play. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued to see. I'm pretty, like, they're not announcing a starter. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Stidham. Like, Hoyer doesn't have any chance of starting. (laughs) Like, uh, Hoyer is ancient. He's he's everything Brady is, uh, mobility-wise, just terrible. Yeah, he's, the ball.
1: he's he's everything Brady is, but worse in ev- across but the worse, board.
2: But worse, I mean, he can't move. Like, um, I think he lost his. I heard I heard a stat. He lost his last ten or twelve starts. He, he's not. He's not going to be the starter. Let's. Get, I mean, Stidham is at least. We know what Hoyer is. You don't know what Stidham is. At least maybe he could. He'll be inconsistent. Probably have some flashes. I mean, might as well. Yeah, roll the know.
1: roll the fucking dice.
2: Yeah, I mean, they if they really wanted to, I don't think the two could coexist, but they could get Cam. I know Cam wants to be there. I don't think him and Belichick would be a good combination. But if they wanted to win this year, they could do that. They probably really don't because of the Lawrence thing next year. But, um, yeah, if I was them, I would go the Love route. Um, and then, you know, then you have Love and Stidham. And then, you know, hoping just one of them pans out. You know, worst case scenarios. If you can't position yourself for uh, Trevor Lawrence next year, yeah, it should be. I mean, and it'll be. You know, it'll be another classic Belichick year because I'm sure the Patriots are gonna win a lot more games than we think. Yeah. I can easily see them winning nine games, honestly. And it's so dumb. I absolutely hate that they're gonna like, who's gonna win more games, the Buccaneers or the Patriots? It's the Brady effect. Um, no, the Patriots lost like their <laughs> entire defense. Yeah. Like, yeah, literally, we lost, lost our best. Linebacker. De- they lost literally four of their starters on defense. Like, shut the fuck up. Four like, good starters too. Yeah, we
0: lost our we lost our best linebacker. We lost one of our best defensive backs. We lost Harmon was also a special teams guy. Like, we we our special teams is like arguably just as good as our defense too. So it's yeah. like I think we had like four special teams touchdowns last year. Like, yeah, it's like. We lost a lot everywhere, and obviously you lose the guy that's been the glue on the team for the last 20 seasons. It's like... <laughs> it's and not to
2: mention a- the Buccaneers have a great coach in Bruce Arians, and they have obviously great wep- weapons alongside Brady now. Um, and the defense is presumably going to be better as well with, you know, Winston now throwing a million picks a game. I'm still not sold on their defense. Uh. I've seen the secondary get sh- absolutely shredded. I think the Buccaneers will be in a lot of shootouts. I think they'll be 10 and 6 next
1: year. I
2: mean, and they're yeah, going to have spot- to go
1: tackle in the fir- in the first round this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, as long as there's one there,
1: they That's true. It could not be. Yeah. It- especially if the Giants go tackle, then you're really in a tough spot. If the Giants go tackle, the Jets are in a tough spot. Yeah, I mean, well, look at the teams that could take tackle in the first it would be the Giants. Then Jaguars, the Cardinals are the next. Oh, Cardinals? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Then yeah, Jaguars. Then Browns. Right. Then you. So you would be the fifth team that could potentially take a tackle in a four tackle draft. Yeah.
2: I just. I yeah. It's 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 presumptive on uh, uh, the Giants not taking a tackle. I mean, there's teams. There's people like... But then that know. would
1: also that would for that to happen that would also require. W- a team to pass on one of these guys to a Herbert Simmons, Derek Brown. Yeah. The one, two, someone's one, gonna, one gonna, and one at their possession, and, at their positions. And I know I, one would
2: really pass on Herbert or two. I don't think. And Isaiah Simmons is, a, you know, I think the one def- that someone would have to jump on late would be Derek Brown. I think someone would see him and, and their eyes would light up, whether it be, yeah, the, I mean, cause he's,
1: country. he's far and away the best interior lineman in the draft. Yeah. Whether it be you know the
2: Cardinals, who could sure so heck use defensive help, or you know or the Jaguars, I'm sure they would love to have them.
1: Um, so, certain, yeah, I'm not yeah. too
2: concerned about the Jets. I think there's a chance the Jets could have two tack two of the four available, but definitely one should be available. But um, the Bucks, the Bucks, it's going to be
1: close. It's going to be tight. If if one of them is not available, all four tackles are gone. Who, what do you want the Jets to do? Oh, I'll for sure,
2: take a receiver. For sure. Which one? Oh, I'm going to take Judy. Give me
1: Jerry Judy. Yeah, that would be my pick, too. I,
2: I don't want CeeDee Lamb. I'll be honest. CeeDee Lamb doesn't go against elite corners in that conference. I'm not saying he's a bust, but I think there's a chance bust factor there. I think there is. The old
1: D.D. Uh, Westbrook effect?
2: Possibly, yeah. Like he goes. I know he goes up, pinpites, pin, pinpoints the ball well. He's a good red zone threat. Um, not uh, nowhere near polished route runner. Judy is. I mean, I would if I, it was down to me, it would be Judy. I know I've heard Lamb is number one on our boards first. I've heard that, so that's fucking terrible. Like obviously, so Jets, but it'd be Judy or Rugs. Rugs is just the way the NFL is going with Tyreek Kill type players. So I mean, the Jets would have and and it's such an explosive offense. You have Perriman who's a burner, and then you have Rugs, and then that would give. Uh, what's his name? Le'Veon Bell so much more room to, to operate, um, and then a new wall over the mid. I mean, you have those. Your two top receivers would be absolute bullets out of a cannon. I mean, it would definitely be a really fun offense, and Sammy would be slinging it. But um... it's a good angle. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it would be a really explosive offense. It would be. It would be. You know, usually you don't have two speedsters. The Chiefs did last year. They had Hardman and Dre Kill. Look how that worked out for them. Yeah, I mean, they won it all. I mean, not saying Hardman was was the most important part, but he had his, he played his part, uh, big plays both in the receiving game and and uh, the return game. So, uh, but I, I I think Judy Judy's the can't miss prospect right now. He's the can't miss guy. Like he's the best route runner since Marvin Harrison. They say, last time I checked, Marvin Harrison had a decent career. Decent Marvin Harrison. I'll I'll take Marvin Harrison. And I think Judy is more athletic than Marvin Harrison. Uh, Judy is like runs under. A, I think he runs like a four-four-seven. Like Judy's fast. Like he's good after the catch, and he ra- runs routes exceptional. So I don't. I don't get the Lamb over sea, uh, Judy thing. I don't get it personally. Yeah. Did
0: Jay Glazer make his um, big breaking news announcement yet? Is it no, going to ha- be an Odell trade or? Oh, it's, it's not an Odell
1: one. trade because yeah, he said it wasn't transactional. Back. Uh, I don't it's it's worrisome that it's something about the season being delayed or affected.
0: Uh I I I uh I hope not.
1: I don't know what I it is, but not. it'll be that'll be unfortunate if that's the the road we're going down already.
0: It's just so far out, like, like I don't understand these decisions being made for something that is three months away.
1: Yeah.
0: Like if that's the case. I really don't understand that. I don't I I just I don't get it. I don't get it. And now, like, they're saying, um, has any more talk been uh, made about baseball coming back in May, or is that just like a foregone?
1: Baseballs, thing? Uh, they're all over the goddamn place. I've heard everything about baseball. I feel yeah,
2: like. I've heard seven innings. I've heard this new uh, Arizona, Florida league. I've heard playing baseball in May, in June. I, I, I yeah. really feel like baseball will be played in June at some point. I think it's, you know. Some people think that they're all going to happen at the same time. I don't. I think baseball being a pretty much a non-contact sport would be way ahead of basketball and, um, and hockey, for that matter. I mean, they'll be touching. They'll be close to each other when they're tagging runners and at first base holding runners on. Other than that, you don't really get close to. Our, the catcher is close to the hitter, but, I mean, you, you got the mask and everything. I mean, I don't. You'll literally have the catcher literally has a catcher's mask. I don't. I don't think that's an issue, but I, yeah, I don't. I think baseball is going to be the first to return. I, I'm pretty confident in June, although you know, who knows whatever that means. I'm that's just just my guess, but I think June will will happen. Hopefully, NBA and NHL uh...
1: definitely fucked. They're definitely fucked. What? Yes, NHL's the first. I'm saying NHL and NBA are definitely fucked. But... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
0: yeah, they're done. There's no way there. No way that they're uh, playing this year. These seasons are going to cancel. Everything be canceled. I'm hearing
2: though is they're under the presumption that like they're going to like. I've been hearing things that like they're they're. I guess they're preparing that they're going to play, but I guess they know it's probably not likely. But I, well, everything I hear like on sports, New York sports radio, Michael K, uh, Rothenberg and and DPH. All I hear is they're all they're all operating under the presumption that they're going to have a season. I think there's a much better chance those two have a season than probably you guys do. Maybe I'm just optimistic, but they're more okay with pushing the start of next season back a month.
1: Yeah, I just don't. That's the thing with me. I don't know what this season looks like while also having next season unaffected. Because, like, the people that are signing the checks to the NBA are not going to be okay with nothing happening in september october november when it's the fucking most prime tv watching months of the entire year yeah but,
2: but but do we really watch the nba in september october
1: like let's be honest like i sure as fuck don't and i'm a huge nba fan enough enough people push- do that's what that's where the advertising dollars come from they have deals to meet with you think, the tv you think most people do
2: watch it in october and september and august summer league and
1: most i'm not saying most people do but the simple fact is they agreed on deals that are a decade long for tv rights that have minimums and stuff like that that they need to meet like you can't just go dark for three months and expect that they're going to keep giving you that four billion dollars every year that's
2: just way different three months is yeah i'm talking like a month or so i'm saying we don't start basketball until sometime in november ish like I, i i think if, if we, we're we going to go straight to the playoffs, if we have the NBA, let's say, come, whenever the fuck it comes, um, pause, it, I mean, you're going to see, you're going to see, you're going to see, I think, five-game series for the first few rounds, um, at least for the first round, maybe the second round, and you, maybe for the last two series, seven-game series only, so I think we may have less days off, way more condensed schedule, you know, uh you know, especially in the finals, the finals won't have a million days off. You know, I think it'd be a shorter off season. They'd say sucks. Uh, You know, we're going to shorten the off season by a little bit and we're going to, you know, extend, you know, we'll, we'll start a month or three, a few weeks late, a month late rather than, you know, absolutely screwing next season, a combination of, you know, shorter playoffs, less days off, less summer
1: off and just kind of mitigating it that way. That's the way I would do it. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be like the players are going to want to come back for a full season. Like, I don't think they're going to have any problem being like, oh, the season ended in fucking September, on September 1st, and I got to be back on November 1st, training camp on October 15th. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, what's the other option? Oh, not getting any money? Especially, Yeah, especially I'm going to do the first one. the
2: teams haven't been playing in the playoffs. Half the teams have been, haven't been playing for six months. That's true. Seven That's months true. at that point. And then, you know... Three quarters of those teams lose in the first round. I mean, it's, least, it, a three or three quarters being the half that hasn't played, and then the other half that yeah, loses. Yeah. So you
1: basically round. you had an off season, then played five games, and then had another off season.
2: Yeah. So that's eight teams plus the six teams. That's twenty four of your thirty teams is gonna is gonna either have played not at all or played for one week worth of games, and then the other four or five. Th- I'm sorry, it sucks, but whatever. Like. <laughs> You get a few weeks less than than, than they would. I, I it's mean, no yeah.
1: it's no different than an Olympic year for top yeah. players. There's no difference. It's no you,
2: difference than anything LeBron's been doing for the past million years. Yeah, like I mean honestly,
1: guy, LeBron plays till June fifteenth, and then every every fucking year he does. Like, yeah, and like and then, like then like two it's, weeks it's later crazy. he's he's off to wherever the fuck the Olympics are.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. The um, uh, right after we finished our episode last week, basically um, the, uh, UFC card that was supposed to take place, uh, Saturday got canceled. That was a little disappointing. (laughs) We, We just, uh, I didn't realize that that card was actually supposed to take place at a casino on tribal land in California because the island is still being set up. But now the, uh, The UFC is coming back and saying May 9th they're trying to put together a card, I'm assuming, on that island, so no one can um, tell them no. And it's honestly going to be even crazier than the one that we were going to see on the 18th, so there's possibly some good news. I'm not going to get my hopes too high because they just got crushed last week, so I'm going to hold out on that one, but uh, potential to have... A real, uh, a real uh, bang up day of fights there, and I'm assuming that it's just going to be on regular ESPN. Yeah, yeah, which would be crazy. I mean they're they're saying they're saying three title fights, and everyone fighting on it is a top fifteen ranked fighter in their division. So just just crazy matchups. I I need something. I've watched I've watched everything that is archived on ESPN Plus. So I need a I need a little need a little something new.
2: Need a little, need a little something new. Uh, right now, I'm watching a little Lakers Orlando. What year was this Finals? 2009. Uh, you know, so ESPN has been keeping me busy with you know throwbacks, some some finals and shit. I saw the uh, what was that World Series? I saw the '88 uh, A's. Oh, the Kurt Gibson. The Kirk Gibson, yeah. So that was good. So it's it, it it's good to see these these throwback games and stuff. Because this is this is the time, if any, that I'd watch any of this stuff. Because normally sports is so busy, you know, seven or eight months of the year. But I'm still kind of down about March Madness. I just realized I just got sad. You know, conveniently enough, (laughs) conveniently enough for me in a selfish way, this was the least I in the last three or four years. This is the least I knew about college basketball. This is the least I paid paid attention for. I don't know for any reason. So you could probably you could conveniently you could also blame it on me that, that that this happened because i just i didn't do my part i didn't study enough basketball and it's they said we don't want you to not finish in the top 3 this year we're not having a season i said okay we'll do that i'll get back to my top 3 typical bracket finish next year <laughs>
1: This year, this year we Lumber made a brag, lot of people look dumb. Brag,
2: but I, I said you can you can blame the entire pandemic on me. So I I think it's a fair trade. <laughs> you are
1: taking on a lot of heat with that.
2: I'm taking a lot yeah. of heat on, but but those top three finishes, I'm money.
1: I mean, you know, someone's gotta someone's gotta be there to fall on the sword. I'm I'm glad you're the one that stepped up.
2: Yeah. The last three years, I think I've been tenth, third, and second in the bracket. I've been. Uh, so you could also look at it this year. I was going to
1: win it. Yeah we'll, 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 yeah, we'll see. Maybe. We'll, we'll never see, know. I, we'll never know.
0: I won the year that it was only like 20 of us who did it, and it wasn't that big. And then the next year there was like 50 lucky people in it. Yeah, I, it's,
2: I think I went like 16 from like 16 to like 43, and then it was like 46 last year.
0: Yeah, the it was, year the year was like 16 I won. That was uh yeah, I won by It was
2: under 20. It was under yeah. 20. I it was like it was, 15. I, yes, I think
0: it was like it was like 280 or something was what I came away with something like that. I don't know, like 230, but then um yeah, that I had won by like the final four too. I had like I was the only person with like three teams in the final four yeah, or something. Yeah, I remember you, like
2: you that. killed it that year. Yeah, I like, not since. Like, I'm bored to the point where I'm just like I keep ranting about fantasy football and shit. Like I keep I just keep like I'm like I really like this guy. It's not happening for a while, but like fantasy baseball is something that was gonna start soon. I know I don't think you guys play. Tommy doesn't play anymore. No, because
0: I got the works last year and I didn't feel like throwing I didn't
2: Tom's I Tom's the worst fantasy like, player ever, if you guys yeah. had hadn't picked up at this point. Back-to-back dead last finishes in football and baseball in the same hey, year. That's the tough
0: second, to do. The second half of the I had a trash ass schedule. The first half of that football season and not having an actual running back because I drafted Joe Mixon that
2: killed me right there. The <laughs> second <laughs> half of the season though. Jo- second you, half, Stephon Diggs, Joe Mixon, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, yeah, it was a rough, yeah, rough. Literally, rough.
0: okay. I have I have Juju should have been good. Ben gets hurt. I have Stefan Diggs, should be good. Kirk Cousins doesn't decide to throw the ball for the first six weeks of the season. I have Joe Mixon, all of a sudden can't run. I'm like <laughs> literally I have They ran for like
2: seven yards certain
0: games. It should have it should've worked out much better then no, it should
2: have it should have baseball i don't think you made the wrong decision uh leaving early i don't i know i that, didn't i no, baseball we upped, it, was... we upped it we're at a hundred dollar league right now we we had a vote and uh oh, yeah fuck that. baseball is right. tough man
1: baseball's tough it's it's Dude, a daily grind it's thing. a daily I grind i love
2: fantasy baseball fantasy baseball is right up my alley first in playoffs first in regular sta- season standings I'll look at that shit every morning, every night. I'm fucking gro- throw m- I'll throw myself in there. Maybe I'll write a fantasy baseball article. I love fantasy baseball. That's
1: the that's the thing about fantasy baseball like you can be good just by paying attention. You know, yes. if you just have the ability you can be, to you pay can attention,
2: you'll all the pack at worst from paying attention. If exactly. You know, yeah. If you know what you're talking about and you pay attention, you'll be top 3.
1: Yeah. Cuz like, in a 12 team league you're saying at least three or four of them have ver- lost a, a good amount of interest by halfway. Me and Demetri
2: are always the top teams because we both pay attention and know know what we're talking about. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm right after this is over. I'm gonna throw myself into some fantasy baseball and and just get just get wild with it. Like Acuna's going second now. Like this is crazy. Like I'm like what the fuck.
1: Like right. it's just like tr- kids gonna be good.
0: Yeah, I, I could see Acuna going second, maybe. Who's going to go first, though? Trout? The mook man?
1: Yeah. What, tr- it, what are we? Trout, or it's got to be Trout.
0: It has to be Trout. And then what? It must be Trout, Acuna, maybe, like, I don't even know who else. See, this is why I'm not good at fantasy baseball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even. I couldn't even name you the top three players that were going to be drafted.
1: Uh, no, Mookie's uh, in there. Uh, Ico- Mookie Acuna and Trout are the top guys. This yeah. year. yeah,
0: yeah. Which, how awesome would it be if the? I mean, it wouldn't be awesome if the season got canceled. I do not wish that. But if it did, and then the Dodgers never got to see Mookie play, and he just like went back to like the Red Sox or something,
1: it would <laughs> actually be hilarious. It would. <laughs> I, I would love to see that.
0: Yeah, although I I don't really hate the Dodgers, I feel bad for the Dodgers because they got beat by those cheating scumbags from Houston. That's
1: that's I think that's my least favorite part about the whole pandemic is that
0: yeah the Astros should be
1: getting hit the Astros on the daily right the, now. the pitches the Astros just got out of all of it they shouldn't even <laughs> count this doesn't count as a fucking suspension it doesn't count for anything all their punishment is picking up right when we get back oh, my God, if these motherfuckers we- weasel their way out of a fucking game in the Bronx because of this pandemic, I'm going to kill somebody. Have you seen the divisions, though?
2: I mean, if if this shit happens, the Yankees are going to win 200 games next year. They have, like, the Tigers, <laughs> the Pirates. They have the – and, like, the, the Mets division is the most typical Mets fashion thing. It's, it's, like, the Cardinals, the Astros, the Nationals, and the Mets. Like, the Mets conceivably – I see people ranking them consistently in the top ten, top twelve. Like they could finish fourth and still be a good team. Like Cardinals, Astros, Nationals. Got it. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I <laughs> let you know on that. Like could be second, possibly, <laughs> but like, I mean, is it that much different? I guess it's not that different than Nationals, Phillies, Braves than ourselves. I guess that's close.
0: Yeah. The thing, alley, little,
1: like, you got it. if you're if you're taking that. If they're gonna do that like realign divisions thing, then you gotta just take the f- the best teams, like the best records. They can't you can't do the whole like division rules, like one team makes it from this division, one. None of that bullshit. The it's each side, Easter or, or however they break it up this year. Each you know it's like regular playoffs. The best records make it. If they're if four of the six best records are in the same division, all four of those teams are making it.
2: I don't know if I'm just biased. I'm like I'm like not looking forward to it. Are you looking forward to that possibility? Like no. Like that no, no. you're not and you have the great setup. I guess that answers the question. You yeah. Have, why would I be looking have, forward like, to it? No, I I know. I'm saying out of all the possible I'm saying the fall league or whatever. I'm saying the Yankees conceivably have the easiest division by far and,
1: you know, yeah, to I me just it's just to, like it's I didn't know
2: if I was biased. Just didn't want it cuz of the Mets
1: Gonna go be doo doo. I don't want it because it has the potential. Just any any of these like really drastic measures has the potential to devalue a championship. And in a year when the Yankees have a very good chance of winning the championship, I don't want. I want that to be as little as most valuable as possible, or at least viewed as close to normal as possible.
2: Honestly. I- I'm not I'm not a big devaluer in regards to shortening the season. If neither be, am I, know I baseball's but they... a longevity thing. But personally, like if we play hundred and fifteen plus games and the playoffs are pretty much the same. Yeah. I, I don't think that there should be any devaluing of of the team that wins it. I mean, you're we're still well over hundred games, you still had a grinded out season, you still made it through the playoffs, which is after all, you know, if you got through a normal playoffs and Setup up, like, you know, you, you win two rounds and you win the World Series, and you know, or is it, you wild wildcard, then division, yeah, then pennant, then you win the four rounds or whatever. They're all, you know, normal length series. I mean, how can you be mad at the play? I mean, the regular season is just to make sure you're obviously in the playoffs, and if your team did great and was like the Yankees, per se, yeah, no shit you're going to make the playoffs regardless of the length. This isn't like a wild card Cinderella, but if, you, if you're like the Yankees or, you know, the Astros from years past, you know, the Dodgers, and it's like, oh, you know, they didn't play the extra 40 games, don't know if the Dodgers would have done it with those extra 40 games. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, I agree. But, like, if they do the realignment, then that that could change things in that sense.
2: Yeah. If it's under 100, I can see the case for it not being legit. Like, if it was, like, 80, I could, I could see the case. Yeah, that's, sure. That's 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 like, that's like not half. That is yeah, but yeah.
1: See, I think that's what I'm saying. I think the realignment makes it to that eighty feeling. It just no matter how many games they play.
0: Yeah, I yeah. agree. Because then you just have like like there's it's just gonna be such an imbalance. Honestly, like you're not gonna have the leagues are gonna be all fucked up. You're going to have, like, the division's obviously going to be all fucked up. You're going to have, like... You go from having the AL East where you have, like, normally, at this point, like, three teams that you, like, fight it out with for that top spot on most years between the Rays, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. Then you go into this realignment, and it's like you're clearly the top dog. I mean, you're clearly the top dog in the AL East, but, I mean, like, at least then you're playing, like, teams that, like, you have, like, legitimate, like, rivalries with that are competitive. You know what I mean? It's like... It's just that alone changes it, I feel like.
1: Yeah, it does. Like, the Red Sox and Yankees wouldn't even be in the same division under that alignment.
0: Yeah, it's so stupid. And you're like, oh, okay, we go from playing what, like 20 times? 19 times, I think. Yeah, 19 times a year to we played like maybe six. At least we'd both be in Florida. That would be good. That would be good. But... I mean, yeah, no, it would, I hope I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope they can figure out how to get this done one Dude, just, way or another. Just
2: don't, just don't be, have fans. Oh, it's going to be so sad not going to baseball games, though. I love going to a good baseball game. Yeah, that's, that's going, the, going, to a, going to a football game, do without it. Going to a basketball game, it's better, but I could still definitely do without it. Going to baseball games, I don't know how I'm going to function. Summer, summer night. You know, get your little pregame on, you know, split a six-pack with someone, get to the game, you know. It'll go, get, you know, go, right before, get some food, Stanley. get your drink.
1: It's great. It's really, it's, 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 it's really late. great.
2: You know, you got a little sunset action, like like 8.45, something nice, nice and late. It's a Saturday night. You don't have work the next day. Come on. You have like 10 $12 beers. <laughs> yeah. Just but get, you get the get, man
0: can to save you a couple bucks. Get kindly asked to leave Fenway Park. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> we've, we've,
1: we've all, all been, there.
0: been there. We've all been there. How
2: dare they? But now I'm just, I'm going to need something to replace baseball, Going attending baseball games.
0: It, this whole thing just sucks. Hopefully we can get back to normal. But, um, yeah. Yeah uh next week we are going to run through our first round mock draft with you guys we're gonna have an article out early next week and then we will go through that in the episode um in yes sully no no (laughs) Sully, Sully was pointing up like raising his finger like he had something to fucking add i was just on some momentum Oh, oh i understand what he's saying now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, like I said, we're gonna do our mock draft next week. Uh, in the meantime, check us. Check out our social platforms. Uh, go check out the Bleacher Fan store on the website. I just ordered myself a nice hoodie. Waiting for that to come in right now. I know Dave's got some merch. Uh, order that. It's great stuff in there. We have a lot of team-centric merch, a lot of Bleacher Fan merch, some really funny shirts in there, uh, koozies, phone cases if you're on that iPhone 11 swag. Go get that stuff. Support us so we can keep doing this. Uh, Until then, though, well, we will be back next week. But until then, go do that. And stay fucking safe out there, guys.
1: china and they could just be lying uh they eat dogs yeah Uh, so we don't know what there's got to be some threshold on when people are going to be let back in we just have this arbitrary like when we feel like it or when we feel it's safe like i I don't know it doesn't seem right to me it doesn't seem it doesn't seem put together they don't it, it just seems like oh we're gonna fucking take them out cancel cancel the fans fans aren't allowed in we'll we'll see what we can do I'm happy the NCAA is like yeah, they're fucking going. People are going. I don't care what you say. People are going. They
2: better. If there's emptiness yeah, mad- if if in March. Mad- if there's if there's empty seats in March Madness, I'm gonna freak out. We should do a March Madness pool.
1: We should. For the- should. For the faithful.
2: Like ten bucks a head? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Winner take all. I, I firmly support that. You know I'm always down for a for some type of play. I turned down an offer to manage a fantasy baseball team this year though. Had to See say what? no to that. Wasn't willing to, wasn't I said I had to turn down an offer to manage a fantasy baseball Not team in, in our, our league, league this off. year though. No, fuck that. I'm so bad at fantasy sports. I'm not (laughs) spending $50 to lose.
2: Tom, you're so – yeah, I mean, there's no point in beating a dead horse. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Both both things you ran with me. I think you got last in both. Well, okay,
0: football, I have to say, I did get fucked in football. Drafted a running back first who ended up just fucking shitting the bed. Like Joe Mixon should have been. A guy that I could have relied on for between twenty and thirty points a week, and he just got like six points total the first three weeks. So I, I mean, I just
2: me, and then he did all right. Then I traded him and someone else for uh, for Kittle and right, or no, no, yeah. I traded him and Gallup for Barkley.
0: Yep, I had but that.
2: Uh, wanted, I... That wasn't all for me. I had so many trades this year.
0: Yeah, I ended up with a decent team, but I ended up, I I was winless through week six, and then I went like three and three to end the season. Hate to see it, Mr. Buns. Hate to see it. Yeah, it is what it is, but that's going to do it. Quick episode this week. We'll be back next week to preview the NCAA tournament. We're going to have our betting article out for the first round, second round, third round, fourth round of the tournament in the coming weeks. Make sure you follow us on that. We are always hot on the tournament. Get mad with us. Uh, Check out the Bleacher Fan Store. Follow us on the socials. We'll see you next week.